Welcome to our April Fool's edition of Your Daily Dose. Today, Nick and I take a little slalom ride down the absurdity curve. We have a super serious discussion about which members of the animal kingdom would rock at the art of improv. I think you'll be surprised at which species reigns supreme in making stuff up. Have a listen and learn. I have a question for you. Ask me. I was thinking about the dog person versus cat person. Mm. And that got me thinking about who would be better at improv, a dog person or a cat person, (laughs) which led me to, and we can argue about that if that's even an argument, it's a discussion. Uh, What it got me thinking of is what animals would be good at improv. So I started with dogs versus cats. Yeah. Because I think cats would be better at improv because they're, they're agents of chaos. Yeah. Right. And, but there is some order. There are some rules to improv. Yeah. Well, so dogs can follow mm, rules. Yeah. Here's how I'd look at it. Dogs are better improvisers than cats. Yeah. I know because I've taught both. And here's why. You've taught dogs and cats? Yes. And the cats are Is this something dim- new? Is this, partic- are you no, breaking I've been doing news? It, I've been doing it since I was young. I just didn't call it that. Okay. Uh, I called it living with them. But I would do so by imposing random things in their lives that would cause them to respond. Okay. And the range uh, of comfort in a cat is very narrow. The range of comfort in a dog is very wide. See, you can do very few things to a cat yeah. without throwing it out of its comfort zone, but you can do almost anything to a dog and it's comfortable and as it's, long yes, as you're near you. it. So as long as you're near it, which by the way, improv requires proximity, dog's going to be a better improviser. Now, so a dog is all about yes and. Oh, you better believe it. A oh my cat is no thank you to right. just about everything. And we call it wags and hisses because... You know, the dog's yes and is a wag, and the cat's hell no is a hiss. So if you're if you're hearing anything in a dog-cat scene, usually it's a bad sign. Uh, dogs don't like to play with cats much because, I'll be honest with you, cats are kind of assholes in an improv scene. They're always pulling out They're guns. They're improv. They're always pretending to kill people. Yeah. They're always um, saying no to what the other performers want. So I don't have many cats in my troupe right now. Any other animals you think would be good? Oh. Uh, just for cute, like, would you would you sell out and just have some animals in your troop just because they're cute, like some alpacas? Mm, yeah, we tried that bunny with rabbits. pandas before, but I'll be honest with you, cute gets you about a minute into a scene, and then, yeah. like, they get nothing. They're laying on the floor chewing on their toes. So right. I feel like we got to go beyond cute to where the real talent is. And I'll tell you the truth. From what I've seen, squirrels squirrels can improvise their asses off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like literally like their tails fall off. No, no. But I mean, but they can, the the way they work those tails in order to introduce new and interesting things to a scene. It's nuts. Really? I just think the panda, I, I can see the panda on stage feeling like it's very one note going, okay, I just need a suggestion. Okay, I heard bamboo. Bamboo is going to be a part of this. Okay, scene. yeah, something is that adds, that, happens? that that's one of many ways that they pander to the audience. Hey, Nick here. It's actually in Bob's contract that he end at least one episode a month with a dad joke. We got this one out of the way early. As always, thanks so much for listening. Without you, this wouldn't be nearly as much fun. So keep it up. <laughs>